and welcome to the Pixels Podcast, your weekly video game roundup. My name is Sophia Wood, and with me today is Chris Travis. Hi, Sophia. Hey, what's up? Not much. How are you? It's been a while. It's been crazy. I'm in New York now. It's been yeah. three weeks. What's <laughs> happened in three weeks? The world is ending. Fun yes. fact. We're both in true. lockdown. Oh, yeah, it's been the best two weeks of my life. I feel like I can sense a little bit of sarcasm there, just a little bit. Oh no, I'm fully in, in like I I'm a homebody. I love being home. I the only thing that bothers me is that I can't go to the gym. But we had a conversation about that already. Yeah, I love, I, I feel you. I haven't been outside two weeks. Locked away. Got on the plane. That was fun. The plane was just you could tell. First of all, it was super empty, but everybody was so on edge. Like it was dead quiet the whole time. I was just like, oh my god, I Oof. feel like the world's ending. We're like the only survivors. It was just so weird. I can only imagine. I would be unnerved like the whole time too. Like on edge. Dead. It was very on edge. Yes, but anyway, like I'm happy you're back in the U.S. Like hopefully after all of this we can actually record a podcast episode in the same room for once. Could you imagine doing it? In the, I don't know if we could do it. It might mess us up. Like, we could just be too nervous, you know? It could just oh, be Oh, no, I'll be crazy. fine. I'll oh, be okay. fine. It's okay. up to you. I guess it's <laughs> no pressure. Um, also, just a generic uh, like statement, blank statement out there. Um, Sophia is in the process of getting a new microphone, so her mic quality is probably switched up again for this episode. And it might switch one or two more times within the month, but everything's on back order in Amazon. So bear with us, please. Yeah, I think it was coming end of April. So, so yeah. So I'm going to drop off an old mic at her house and not get near her because she just traveled and then she'll be good to go. What if I had the coronavirus the whole time? Like, it What was if you were patient zero? <gasps> what if I was patient zero? Oh my God, this is it. Did you go to China? I did actually. I just didn't tell anyone, but yeah, I secretly went to China oh, during this is the all your entire fault. outbreak. This I like licked every fault. lamppost. It was crazy. Oh, this is you. You are patient zero. What <laughs> did you do here? Zero. I I'm so sorry to the world. Anyway, Sophia, we have a lot of video game news that is. I don't know. It's just a lot. It, isn't it crazy? That yeah, we're in a crazy last time, time we, I feel like, I think that was last time we talked to each other. We were like, oh my God, I can't believe they're canceling uh, like three things. Like, that's crazy. They're so overreacting. And now it's every, we're in lockdown. Like, we're in quarantine. Everything's yeah. shut down. I mean, we had that short hiatus because of how crazy things were going. Yeah, like, I did not. If you told me while we were recording the episode, yeah, we're not going to record for three weeks because you're going to have to move country. I would have been like, you're, you're joking. I know. Well, to be quite honest, I also made you super nervous when I was messaging you that morning. And you're like, what do you mean? I'm like, I'm you, at school. Uh, I can't go. I, what do you mean? I don't understand. And then Chris like, was texting me like, we're in lockdown. Like, no one can leave. You have to come home now. They're going to close the planes. I was like, oh, what do I do? I can't leave. And then I left. Well, well I got concerned. I, I didn't get all my information yet correct yet because they were talking about Europe, not UK yet. But um. I was nervous that it would expand. And then, you know, like people were saying it's like a month, but then other people are like, well, this whole coronavirus will be like two months, three months. It could be the whole summer. And I'm like, oh my God, Sophia needs to get back soon or she's going to be stuck in the UK for like ever. What's going to happen? I don't know. You were, and, you were freaking me out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But hey, I got you back here. And I <laughs> you stole did. You from, Congratulations. I'm, yeah, I stole you from the UK. And I, and I proudly admit that you are now mine. <laughs> 
That's not creepy I, at all. I I actually have like a little room in my closet that I made for you. It's like <laughs> you are mine. You are like mine. a little bunny cor- corner. Yeah, it, a little um, bunny hutch. I put a book in there. I don't. Oh, I, then I'm fine. But Great, it's what bad, book? But it, it's a dummy's guide to podcasting. <laughs> oh, that was low blow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm funny. Anyway. Like we're very off tangent. Yes, yes, yes. We digress. I do apologize. Sophia, do you want to start us off with some news stories? Heck yeah. Go this is a it. little bit of a roller coaster for me because, okay, Bleeding Edge came out on the 24th. Um, if you don't know, do you know? I don't know. Let me tell you. <laughs> it's a multiplayer online combat game. So a little bit like Apex that we were talking about before. You pick from 12 characters, which are divided into three classic groups, damage, support, and tank. The characters have special abilities depending on who you pick. And then you're a team of four against four. It's available in Windows 10, on Steam, and Xbox. And the interesting part about Xbox is that it's available on Xbox Game Pass upon release, just like Outer Worlds. Ooh, and I, I think love this that. is I mean yeah, this is a really good idea for something that's multiplayer, right? Because what you need for a good start off in multiplayer in a multiplayer game is for there to be multiplayers to play with. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was a really good idea. However, so I downloaded it to try it out. Um I played through the tutor- tutorials. It was pretty good. Um I've heard f- about this game that it's like I heard lots of mixed reviews. Some love it, but some are also really let down by it. It seemed pretty bare bones. And I do kind of agree with that. It does feel a bit bare bones. But it's also, it was easy to understand, which is good because I struggled with Apex where I was just like, yeah, I don't I, know I, what's happening. I honestly think if you invested in, and gave it a little bit of time, you would like it. But I could see why you were distraught when you first started. Well... I so I tried with Bleeding Edge and it was kind of similar where I was like I don't know what's happening and then I kind of got it but then I tried to do multiplayer and apparently you need Xbox Gold for that on top of X of Game Pass to do oh, multiplayer yeah. yeah so now I might need to invest in Xbox Gold to actually play multiplayer but what if you just get it on PC so you don't have to pay for any service hmm then I have to buy the game how much is the game I don't know that I, I feel like I should. Have is that not a free? Uh, I'm looking it up right now. What is yeah, this called? Bleeding Edge. Yeah. Let's find out. Keep talking, Sophia, while I find this. So I played through it. Tutorials and practice sessions I played were pretty good. I liked that the characters' powers were made clear, and you can figure it out pretty easily. Games like Apex are too confusing for this, so this game might be bare bones, but it was easier, and I think it might be a good way to introduce a player to these types of games. A sort of stepping stone before Overwatch or Apex. So it would be a good introduction. What do you okay, think, Chris? So I'm looking at the price. So the price is looking to be $29.99. Mm-hmm. I don't know how long that would last. So most of those games end up going free to play after a while. So I would actually wait on it. I mean, um, Overwatch was still pretty, still pretty expensive, isn't it? Well, Overwatch is um, the exception to the rule because Overwatch isn't a battle royale situation. It's a P versus P. This is a P versus P. Oh, so this isn't like 100 people in an arena? No, no, no. This is only this is a team of four against four. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so in that case, it could stay the same. Yeah, that being I would just say it stay the if same. If it's 30 bucks, I would say just buy it on PC and then not have to pay monthly for a service. Whereas- I think it depends if you are into it i would say for this if you have xbox game pass 
give it a try, try it yeah try yeah. it first before buying because it like i said it seems pretty bare bones i could definitely see them updating it getting adding a few things i would hope they add more characters there's only 12 right now mm-hmm. so i think it, it has the like it can be good but it's not there yet i don't think however we're all in quarantine right now we ain't got anything better to do this might be the perfect game. Something really simple. You can jump in and out. It's not one of those where you have to spend hours to know how to use a single character. They're all uh, really easy to get into. I was switching between different classes. It was fine. Okay. Well, you know, I'm going to have to give that a try too. Definitely. Put that on my list because I'm, you know, when you like get so into a game that you just like, that's all you want to play that specific game and then the other yeah. games come out and you're just like i hate this like i i want to play the other games but i also just only want to play this one game i know exactly how you feel that's where i'm at right now but anyway we'll talk about that more when we talk about what games we're playing that sounds good but yeah no this sounds interesting i like the concept and i think overwatch does need some sort of i guess rival competitor yeah, yeah. like 100%. i think paladins i could be wrong i could look it up but i think there's a game called paladins that is, is kind of similar I can't think of a major one. I guess it's like, you know, there's Fortnite and stuff, but that's completely different, isn't it? I think for Overwatch specifically, yeah, it does need, you're right, it does need some sort of alternative, I suppose. Yeah, I'm, I, I just looked it up. One. I think, and I could be wrong because I haven't played this game, but I think Paladins is supposed to be like a rival to Overwatch, but it's on, I think it's only on, oh no, it's on all platforms. But it's not, obviously, I'm bringing it up right now, and you probably have never heard of this, so you could tell how successful it is comparatively. But, yeah, no, I think throwing another another franchise into that, or another hat into that ring, will actually, you know, be good. Because Overwatch 2 is coming out, and people are still mixed on that. Like, they're not sure, because they're saying you could still play with people with Overwatch 1. And I think this will be a nice little kick in the butt to get them to be like, okay, we got to make sure um, our second edition, or second part is going to be worth it man i haven't played overwatch in ages this is making me want to play overwatch i've never played i feel like bleeding edge wasn't supposed to make you want to play their rival game but now i just want to play overwatch what did you do what did they do what have they done my life's gonna end now i'm just gonna be playing overwatch for like 24 hours a day there it is and then you'll just start streaming it we'll make you a streamer that being said um Actually, I have a new story that would be interesting to hear if you don't mind, Sophia. Please. So. That is what the podcast is for. <laughs> is it? Oh, I don't. This is a podcast? Oh, I didn't tell you. Oh. Anyway, it's okay. I'll tell you about my story anyway. So, this is. I got this article from IGN, and it is written by Joe Scrubbles. So it says GameStop CEO says Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5 show no indications of delay due to COVID-19. So this is good news so far. I mean, things could always change because we don't know how long this situation is going to last. It basically says GameStop CEO George Sherman says there's currently no indication of any impact on product launch or delivery date of either PlayStation 5 or Xbox Series X. In an earnings conference call, Sherman discussed the current effects of COVID-19 outbreak on the gaming, the games retailer while explaining that the situation remains fluid. He specifically brought up potential effects on the next-gen consoles. Um, and then he said, as for the impact of the new supply chain in manufacturing the new consoles, Sherman explained, 
we will continue to work with the console makers as the launch approaches. But as of now, there's no indication of any impact on the product launch or delivery date. So basically, he said the same thing twice in one article. Good job, Joseph Scrubbles. Well, this is good. Because I feel like if anyone, if at any time people needed new consoles, now would be the time. Yeah, I mean, I feel like this whole thing's going to blow over by the time the consoles come out. I think it's Mm -mm, just the effect. Don't say that, because last time we were like, this is all going to blow over. The world ended. I just knocked knocked on wood. It's okay. We're going to be fine. But yeah, so I think it's the concern is more future, like like supply, more than like it being around while we're on lockdown. Because hopefully we'll be out of lockdown by then. But yeah, no, this is good. This, um, I mean, again, you could always take GameStop with a grain of salt, but uh, because they're kind of shitty recently. Yeah, did you know they were they were working through lockdown? That's yeah, crazy. I know. Because they, they considered themselves... Oh my god, this should have been part of the news story. I should have written this down. I forgot to. But basically, they considered themselves by looking at like the guidelines an essential retailer during not, this time. Though. Can we just say, she- on record, they're not. Like you don't, you don't need a GameStop. You can download everything from whatever device you have at this point. Like You don't need a, a GameStop. Yeah, no. I just think... It's so stupid because their, their situation was all about like, oh, like we sell video cameras and well, I mean webcams and other essential products and mics and stuff like that and I'm like who walks into a GameStop and just picks up a webcam I don't even buy games from GameStop let alone a webcam I think I've been buying merch more than actual games from GameStop and then they let me down recently when I ordered Animal Crossing and it was delayed by four days and, and I was like screw it I'm just gonna download it and then return the physical copy that's you know, fair I'm glad you did that yeah anyway so this is good overall and i think i read something late last night that also mentioned that someone else said that there's going to be no delay in consoles so if that's correct then i think we should be good to go and we should be ready for the next gen i would take all of this with a grain of salt because we don't know in the end we don't know what's going to happen at all at this point they're like oh it's an economic economic meltdown or it might not be or this or that we don't know We'll wait and see, as usual. I think I'll toss it back over to you because I think your next story is going to be a little interesting. We've been talking about Nintendo Switch these last few weeks. Uh, So here's the bad news. Nintendo Switches are officially sold out on Amazon. You can buy them through third parties, but for a hiked up price. And they're just sold out everywhere. Switches and Switch Lite. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. That's like... I mean, it makes sense. I was listening to another podcast, and I don't remember whose it was, but they were literally talking about how once they found out where they were going to be in lockdown, the dude went out and bought four Nintendo Switches for all his kids because he did, knew he'd be stuck inside with all of them. That's hilarious, actually. Yeah, but can you imagine, like, if he's thinking that, like, I'm sure there's other parents out there that thought the same. They're like, I need to keep my kids entertained while we're stuck inside, and then they went out and bought Nintendo Switches. It's annoying though because. Like, now no one else can get that. You know what I mean? Like, it's just because I know people get like five different ones just to have them. And it's you, not are fair. You looking at me? Are you are you referring? No, to me? that wasn't meant to be. I mean, to be fair, you're selling yours. I already sold it. It's no longer here. I bought there the you Nintendo, go. I, bu- I bought the Animal Crossing Switch, felt guilty because I already have two Switches. And then I like sold it to someone who wanted it for his girlfriend. And I felt really good about it. Good. You should. That was yes. good. But it was so pretty. I wish I kept it. It was so pretty, Sophia. 
I know you should have kept it. You should have given it to me as a present. So yeah, I think it's crazy that we're selling. I mean, it also makes sense. Like there's other games out there that are selling out like Ring Fit Adventure. I cannot get my hands on no matter how badly I try because everyone wants it to work out inside. Like the, they're selling it for like $200 on like, Who would have thought? I mean, Nintendo's on top of it. They, I don't know if it's just good timing or this is a conspiracy theory that we need to unravel, but Nintendo is really doing well, huh? Yeah, so, I mean, I'm keeping an eye out on it. People are trying to get it so badly. And you know what? This solution could have been fixed easily if Nintendo's like, oh, wow, everybody's stuck inside and we don't have enough supply. Why don't we just sell the game on the eShop for $60 and then let people buy third-party um Yeah, part- they're not going to do that Third party they lose some money. Yeah, but they would actually be making more money because they because people would actually be buying the game. Mm, like at this point, know. there's no supply, so nobody's buying anything from them. I mean, to be fair, they're doing really well. I mean, they're sold out of switches. I know, but still, it just it, it upsets me. Should I move on to the good news? Yes, give give me the good news. There is a lot of new games in the future, so here's a, here's a list. I'm gonna sound really stupid because I don't know how to sound. Is it Xenoblade Chronicles? Xenoblade. Xenoblade Chronicles. I've never played it. So sorry. Uh, it's being released on May 29th. Yes. A new puzzle game called Good Job has already launched. Uh, also on May 29th, we're going to see see some XCOM 2 collection, Borderlands Legendary collection, and the three Bioshock games all, all on Switch, which I'm going to tell you right now, that's going to be tricky. If we thought Witcher 3 was bad, Bioshock's not going to do well. I'm calling it now. I wonder. I can't wait to see how that com- comes out yet. I haven't played Bioshock, so I might get it on the Switch to see how it plays. I definitely recommend it, but I think Bioshock and a really small screen alone, there's going to be some issues because you kind of like it's dark, especially the first one. It's dark. You need to see what you're doing. Like It's going to be tricky. Yeah, I want to give it a shot. I need to try this. I'm putting it on my list of things to do. Definitely. Right. And you could, you should definitely stream. That's one to stream. I think it's really good. Is it? Yeah. Okay, so I'll think about that one then. I I think this was... Okay, so how, how do we think about this Nintendo Direct Mini overall? So let me give you my thoughts and then you give me what you think, Sophia. Okay. Okay, so before this Nintendo Direct Mini, mm-hmm. we haven't had a regular Nintendo Direct, like normal, not, not a themed one like Animal Crossing or, or like an Indies Direct or anything. We haven't had a normal Nintendo Direct in six months. Mm-hmm. People were freaking out and it got to the point where like there were quote unquote rumors every like every other week saying, oh, Nintendo Direct is coming soon, like this week. And Nintendo Direct is coming next week. And like on and on, like it kind of seemed to the point like people were like, it's been so long, like it has to come next week. And then they were trying to make up a fake rumor, hoping that they were right. And people actually got tired of it. So here's my problem okay. is they came out of the gate with just a mini instead of a, a full-length Nintendo Direct. And we didn't get any real, like, Nintendo content in this. We did, but we didn't. Like, we don't have... No, we have no information on Breath of the Wild 2. We have no information on any, like, new Mario titles. Um, there's literally, up until this Direct Mini came out, Animal Crossing was the only game on, like, the release year calendar for Nintendo, made by Nintendo. You know what I mean? Yeah. So what is your, you wanted them to do a bigger one is what you're saying. I wanted a bigger one. You made us wait six months. We usually, you usually got them every two months. 
and there has been hiatuses like this before, but like it, I expected more when they came back. To be fair, one, I don't mind the mini, maybe because I'm less emotionally invested, but I don't think it really matters. They're going to get the information out to us when they when it needs to come out. Um, whether we're waiting knowingly waiting two months for a game or six months for a game it's gonna come out they're gonna want to sell it and i just for what considering what's going on right now they might genuinely not have any news because of whatever affecting it the coronavirus are probably people working from home people aren't being able to go into work things are being put on hold so i'd rather not know that like three amazing games are being put on hold i would rather just when they're ready they're ready you know, I, I see what you mean there, and I, I really do, but I personally, as a, just how I operate, I like to have things to look forward to. So, like, example, right now, if we've been waiting on Bayonetta, two, um, Bayonetta 3, mm-hmm. they announced that it was in production, is it three years now, four years ago? If they would have just given me, like, hey, by the way, you've waited three years so so far, like this game is going to be done in six months. That's like nothing to me anymore. Cause I've already waited the four years and I now I have something exciting to look for forward to in that month, you know? But wouldn't you rather not know three years ago and then then be like, okay, it's going to come out in two months. Um, Actually, no, only because I would be thinking the whole time. Oh, I think they're done with the franchise. Like I'm very upset. Like, like I would be upset about it. And then when it comes out, I'd be like, well, this could have been announced. I wouldn't say three years ago. I would say maybe a year or two ago. Like, I think they stretched a little too far because four years, three, four years is kind of ridiculous. But like Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild was a two-year um, turnaround and it was delayed by like three months and I was okay with that, you know? I feel like there's a certain amount of time you could announce something ahead of time and people are like, oh, this is exciting, looking forward to it. And then if you pass that time, then it's like, oh, like, this is ridiculous. Why is it still not out? The thing is, you're wanting concrete information. Like, you want them to be like, this game, three months, it'll be out. Or six months, and it'll be out. I don't think they know that right now, considering what's going on. They probably have no idea, because no one has any idea what's happening. I think you're expecting too much. I think right now, given circumstances, if a mini's all they can do, then a mini's all they can do. Oh, no. I'm just very sad. I want more Nintendo content. I know. Don't we all? Yeah. I want a, a fun Mario's game. I like ready the to Mario's. move on emotionally. I mean, I, I guess. I guess. <laughs> uh, I'll I'll go with my next my next story because um, it's obviously not going to be about Mario. Anyway, so um, actually, this is perfect because it piggybacks off of what you were just talking about with the Nintendo Direct Mini. We have a new fighter coming to Super Smash Bros. So. During the Nintendo Direct Mini, they announced a new fighter, but only kind of sort of. They said a new fighter for Smash will be coming from ARMS. Do you know ARMS, Sophia? I don't know anything about Super Smash Bros., so I feel like you should explain a little bit of it to me. This is like the best crossover video game franchise ever, so I just don't understand why you have not played it, but okay, that's yeah, fine. Yeah, but if, you know, if I don't know much about it, maybe other people don't know much about it. I- if you're listening to a video a game podcast, you probably do, but I will. Super Smash Bros. is a fighting game where they cross over a whole bunch of franchises and people play as like Kirby and fight Mario and and Zelda and Link and everyone's in it and they're fighting. So 
this is this announcement for the arms character is a little weird and a little out of left field only because arms was released forever ago they haven't done any dlc they haven't done any um events with arms in forever like it's been radio silent and then all of a sudden they're like arms hey. is a nintendo switch game by the way i feel like we need to say that arms is a fighting game for nintendo switch pretty much yes yes it is so this game came out in june 16th 2017 and okay. it got i think it got dlc a couple times within that year and then we didn't hear about it for two years so basically the one thing that like i was listening to someone else talk about it and it was and it makes sense what they were saying they were like it's kind of like someone was hanging out at the office and was like wait guys remember arms we should do something with arms and then people were like oh my god arms i forgot like you know like yeah um, because just recently <laughs> they started doing tournaments with with arms within the last couple months and... Oh, that's so funny or maybe they did it because they were like oh we want to add a new character all right to give hi- people hype we'll just like throw tournaments out real quick yeah like, yeah it, that, that that probably was the the situation but it, it's just really funny that it came out of left field like this so basically uh the stuff i'm reading off of right now is from another ign article by jordan ullman mm-hmm. and it basically just says during the announcement a picture of the entire roster flashed on the screen Hopefully, we'll hear more about which particular fighter will be joining the fray in the coming few months. So, I think this is a little weird, and I even wrote in my notes, I think they're up to something. Nintendo rarely gives this big of a a hint towards their fighters before they're announced. Um, And at this point, it's not a hint. It's literally, this is coming, this is an arms fighter, and then they flash the picture of the roster. I think... There's a twist to this in some way. I think maybe... Really? Like, what type of twist? I think instead of a particular fighter, they might have the whole roster or at least a handful of characters in the game in a different way than they normally do. So, bear with me. For when you choose a character, because you don't play Super Smash Bros., you get to choose the character itself, and then you get to do a palette swap, so you could change the character's outfit's colors. Okay. Um, there's one character that has an exception to this, which is the hero character from Dragon Quest, where if you switch his colors, instead of switching his colors, you choose the uh, your different hero from different um, Dragon Quest games. Okay. So, completely different looking character, but same moveset. I think this is going to be the case with ARMS. I think they're I think gonna... that would make sense, given the yeah, game. The... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it will be the base character will be like Springman or whoever the character is. And then they'll be like palette swapped to like a million different other characters. But that's that's only my thought because throughout this whole process of announcing characters, they haven't been this like forward about, hey, this character or this type of character is coming. It's usually we find out a character um it's coming they drop within a month or two and then you get another trailer for the next character they don't hint towards characters you know do you, but um, let me ask you this considering the time gap do you think people are gonna care do you think they'll be interested um i think people might be interested only because arms was kind of popular when it came out so I could see them maintaining that audience that did like arms when it came out, especially the the people who I guess compete in the tournaments and stuff that they have. 
My only thing is, I think this Fighter's Pass that's coming out is the last one for the game. And I think that it's not coming out until like, I mean, the last fighter is not coming out until like 2021 or 2022 or something like that, like something ridiculous. So mm-hmm. I I feel like they should have picked a more, a highly demanded character in, in place. And I think people are upset about that. Like Waluigi is still on that list of people wanting in the game. Um, I'm trying to think off the top of my head. There's like a couple little characters here and there that they're, that, would be great fan service if they announced yeah um, but i, well, I guess people, I, I'm sure, yeah i'm sure people looked at this and were like all right fine like i'm not excited but i'm not like angry you know i i think a lot of people are like indifferent about him being added or the character being added um but you know i guess we could just start looking forward to the next one you know yeah so you're not you're not too keen, but I, there'll be people who are happy, you know. And I guess for a game like, um, oh my god, I'm blanking. Smash Brothers. There we go. I couldn't remember the word Smash. <laughs> for a game like Smash Brothers, I think it is a bit of a hit or miss of what's included. Like you're not going to get it every time, and there's going to be people who are interested. Yeah, there's the roster is insane. I don't even remember how many characters are on the roster, but it's an insane amount, and they brought every single character from past. Um, games back into it so if this character is not your cup of tea there's a character on that roster that probably is so okay i just thought i wanted to share that i thought it was interesting that they were so upfront about hey this is going to be an arms character from from this game yeah but yeah anyway i'm gonna toss it back over to you so i don't know if you've noticed even though we've brought it up 50 times there's a pandemic going on no (laughs) no you didn't notice I, I've just been in my home for two weeks by my own choice. Why? Is there like, are people home? Oh, no, no, no. Don't worry oh, about okay. it. Don't worry okay. about it. Okay, the world's okay. not ending or anything. It's fine. Cool, 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 cool. So anyway, to help us out, Mix has created a new category for their streaming service. So not only is this a great move for us at home, but it's also a great move to make Mixer more relevant. They're inviting a lot more users onto their service other than just gamers right now. Because again, everyone's home and everyone needs a way to communicate, especially teachers especially people who are bored and want to learn new skills that sort of thing so on there right now i checked a couple days ago there's already someone had added a workout routine and that sort of thing i think we're going to be seeing a lot more of people streaming maybe doing crafts maybe doing they could do anything computer programming that sort of thing so unlike youtube on mixer people can teach a class live so their followers can ask questions and then follow along which i think would be so so good even just stuff like teachers using it and considering how things are going right now this could be a huge resource for people who are stuck at home and on education programs what do you think i think this is really interesting because a lot of different people have been finding this the the use for this in in different ways and like i know people who are doing like as you said working out exercising through like zoom and stuff like that but i never thought they would consider using a game streaming platform to the like working out which i think is pretty cool because now you have that variety to choose from whenever you pull up mixer or twitch or any other streaming platform so yeah i think that's great yeah especially that it's on your xbox which is usually already like attached to your tv and stuff so you can pull up, say, a yoga class real quick on Mixer and just do a little routine, you know? Or in the morning, maybe someone streams every morning at 9 a.m., like a quick uh, exercise morning thing. Some morning yoga. Do. 
Yeah, I already use yoga, so I was trying to think of something else, but oh yeah, I couldn't think of anything. I couldn't name a single yoga. other exercise. They do jumping jacks Pilates, every day. Nine a.m. on Mixer. Pilates. There you go. You could do Pilates in the morning. Okay, we're getting out of hand. So anyway, I was just trying to impress you with my exercise knowledge. I'm Did super impressed. It's like Thank you're a you. gym gym lad, a gym rat. Yeah, I'm actually. Nobody knows what I look like, but I I I'm huge. You're like rock. Yeah, I'm the rock, the rock just with a high pitched voice and 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 depression. Anyway, anyway um, should yeah, we move on? Great. Yeah. yeah no. Uh, overall, I think it's a great idea. Um, I think people need to be more creative. Um, with the ways they can get their exercise, their social interactions, and I think this is just the start of what's to come seeing that we're it seems like we're going to be in our lockdown situation for at least a few more weeks if not a couple of months i think the companies that can jump on this the earliest are the ones who are going to come out of this a lot better oh yeah for sure and mixer I, is on top of this yeah i can't wait we'll see so anyway i have some interesting stuff to talk about sophia please so I'm sure you're aware there's um there's a specific cycle that happens every time a game um, console is released. It's usually about six to eight years, somewhere in between that that time period, depending on what console. And then a new one comes out. Were you aware mm-hmm. of this? Um. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, um, then I'm sure you're aware that this this coming fall, we might be getting some new consoles. Yes. You with me? You with me so far? Um, yep, I'm, I'm there. I'm, I'm okay. right there with you. Okay, so we got a lot of inf- We got almost all information about our Xbox Series X already. Mm-hmm. Um, but we finally got a little bit of information about the PlayStation 5. So, And how did you feel about... You just can go through it. Should I stop interrupting? Sorry. I no, like no, no. This is, I want this to be more of a discussion rather than reading articles because... Numbers I feel numbers like, and, yeah, let's not and, do numbers. You can look up numbers. Well, we can I will, a little bring bit, stuff obviously. up a little bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have an article, but I, I want to talk about, I want to talk less about what's in these consoles, more about how these companies are delivering this information to us. Oh, I see. You know what I mean? We're going to Like the strategy? Some, yeah. The strategy? This is just going to be you complaining about PlayStation the whole time, isn't it? Now I have to cross this off the list. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. I mean, I know what one I'm leaning towards right now, and it's not PlayStation. <laughs> spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. So basically, the PlayStation did announcements. Bottom line is they the the console isn't as powerful as Xbox Series X. But what's his name? What's the name of the guy that that did it? I forget his name. Oh shoot! I had it written down, and it's not on it... this document. It's on another document. Oh my god! Can you look it up while I start talking? Because yeah. it's gonna kill me if I don't know what his name is. Hold on, I'm gonna uh, find it out. Because I but... told you I wanted him to do a sleep podcast because his name was so his voice was so nice. Yeah, his voice was very weird. It was very calm the whole time. Anyway, it was. It was just really. It was like someone. It was smooth. It was like honey. There was no ups or it was just. Yeah, it was like if you were in a math class and a teacher started talking in that in that voice, you would have been falling asleep. Um, basically, bottom line, less powerful, and the whole chat was the 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 speaker saying, "Oh, but it's not about the power; it's about how it's used," which is really funny to me because it's like, well, anyone would say that if you're less powerful than your competitor. 
but and they are and they are indeed but the one thing that interests me was they have the storage starting at a really weird number which is 825 gigabytes for the playstation 5 but then one terabyte for the xbox series x I don't know what that's about at all. That like it drives me insane that it's such a weird random number. I'm sure it had to do with price, but there's that. And then they seem to be very like anchored down in like load times. Like they're like this 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 hard drive, I mean this SSD is going to be like lightning. Yeah. Like they it sounds like that's the only thing that they have going for them against Xbox. So they're like, but no loading times. And we're like, what about everything else? And they're like, we're not gonna talk about that. We're gonna just keep talking about loading times. Uh, and literally audio. I was listening to the whole thing and he kept kind of hiding bits of information in between talking about loading times. He would be like, blah blah blah, loading times, and then there's another Okay, and then loading times real quick. And then losing times real quick. Like it's just he kept bouncing back and forth. It was so hard to follow just because the way he the way they were presenting information was kind of like oh and it's gonna be this this storage. Anyway, uh loading times, screen times, automatic reload, like that sort of thing. It was a mess. Oh, by the way, the speaker is Mark Cerny. I knew I knew I'd get I knew once I saw the name I'd be like, I know that. Mark Cerny. Get a podcast out, buddy. I'll listen to it. Just talk about, I don't know, bedtime stories. That's the point. Yeah, make make like a bedtime, a bedtime story podcast, please. There we go. You can but, talk um, about you can talk about boring uh PS5 stuff. That's okay. Oh yeah. I'll fall asleep I'll to that. To that. <laughs> just, maybe you, maybe we'll retain like, something. Numbers like five, sixty-two, thirty-three, hundred and forty-five. That'd be a good podcast. I feel oh, like God. I'm asleep real quick. Uh, anyway, basically, they focused it on load times. They talked about audio, which actually does interest me. I'm really interested in how they plan to deal with this audio situation, considering um, not everybody has the same audio setups like home theater. I'm sure it had to do with price, but there's that. And then they seem to be very like anchored down in load times. They're like, this SSD is going to be like lightning. Yeah, like they, it sounds like that's the only thing that they have going for them against Xbox. So they're like, but no loading times. And we're like, what about everything else? And they're like, we're not going to talk about that. We're going to just keep talking about loading times. Uh, and literally, audio. I was listening to the whole thing and he kept kind of hiding bits of information in between talking about loading times. He would be like, blah, 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 loading times. And then there's another. Okay, and then loading times, real quick. And then loading times real quick. Like it's just he kept bouncing back and forth. It was so hard to follow just because the way he the way they were presenting information was kind of like oh and it's going to be this this storage anyway. Uh, loading times, screen times, automatic reload, like that sort of thing. It was a mess. Oh, by the way, the speaker is Mark Cerny. I knew I knew I'd get. I knew once I saw the name, I'd be like, I know that Mark Cerny. Get a podcast out, buddy. I'll listen to it. Just talk about, I don't know, bedtime stories. Make make like a bedtime story podcast, please. There we go. You can, but, talk, um, about, you can talk about boring uh, PS5 stuff. 
That's okay. Oh yeah, I'll fall asleep to that. that. (laughs) Maybe maybe we'll retain something. Numbers like five, sixty-two, thirty-three, hundred forty-five. That'd be a good podcast. I feel like I'll fall asleep real quick. Uh, Anyway, basically. They focused it on load times. They talked about audio, which actually does interest me. I'm really interested in how they plan to deal with this audio situation, considering not everybody has the same audio setups, like home theater setups. Some people use headphones. Some people use speakers. I really want to see how they handle that. I, When I play on my television, I have a sound bar. Oh, okay. You're very fancy. Yeah. I mean, it, it's not that fancy. I got it for free. But That's pretty anyway. fancy. Anyway. And I feel like I've been saying anyway a lot this episode for some reason, but... Because we keep going off into tangents this episode. It's the quarantine. It's just driving everyone Yeah, we, th- guys, I don't know if you realize this, but we haven't interacted in a while. So on top of giving you guys the news you need, we also have been trying to squeeze in a normal conversation. <laughs> yeah, I can, I can tell. We probably should have had like an hour-long discussion of everything to get the craziness out before we recorded. Yeah, but we're fine. It's cool. Anyway. Yeah, we're funny. Uh, I, I digress. So, uh, little little bits and pieces here. They talked about how there's like different boost performances, different speeds um, that the PlayStation Five adjusts to depending on what it's playing. The PlayStation Five will allow you to choose what part of a game to download. So, example, if a game has like a battle royale mode or a story mode, you could choose to just download that one part, which I think is very interesting. But I'm pretty sure you could do that on Steam already. And the next DualShock will have adaptive triggers, haptic feedback instead of rumble motor, an improved speaker. So I don't even think people realize there's speakers in the PS4 controller, but there's going to be improved speakers now. And yeah, so that's like the gist of what they told us. We really didn't get like crap from them. But Sophia, let's talk about this. How do you feel about the way Xbox or, or Microsoft is going about announcing their console? Just marketing compared- wise, like not the actual thing, but marketing. Um, is that what you're asking? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like how okay. they're the public like announcements and information that's trickling. Obviously, out. Xbox are doing it so much better because the only thing we have for PS5 is just a jumble of numbers and one guy talking to a, a fake audience. And it didn't correct. even explain anything properly. Yeah. So I think I think Xbox or Microsoft um, has to make a point this time around, though, because mm-hmm. they did so horribly what initial launch of the Xbox one. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're making up with lost time. They're they're t- they're swearing they like they right off the bat. They're saying this is going to be the most powerful such system. And I think they're doing a really great job so far they're capturing people's attention um they had like special youtubers and influencers come into their offices and like from everything they let them test out the actual system itself to like they had a i don't want to say a diorama or like a setup of the xbox one x all in pieces that was like magnetized so they could put mm-hmm. it together and figure out how the xbox one x will run and how how it will look like apart and all together which mm-hmm. i think is really interesting and they got to share that on social media and all their channels and stuff so we that have, is what you need to do 100%. yeah like i could tell you with with a quick google search how anything in that system works right now whereas playstation we don't even know what the console looks like 
Yeah, that's the issue, right? There's no information going around at all. Yes, and it has me thinking, is PlayStation still figuring things out? Is this how they just want to, like, play out the console wars going into the next gen? Yeah, or you have to think, right? Are they playing some sort of Long Kong where, oh, we lied about everything and it's actually so much more powerful or... Are they literally just not, is it not ready yet? Is it just that simple? Can they not get the parts? Is something going on? I've got so many questions. Yeah, those thoughts have been running around, especially since COVID-19 came out. But obviously, we got confirmation from GameStop and other people saying that it's coming out in time. Mm-hmm. Um, I desperately just want to see how the console looks. We saw like the developer consoles were going around. Those looked wild. But usually the developer models don't ever look nearly like the final product. So I think PlayStation, Sony, they're losing an audience right now. Because right now, currently, there are people that are very loyal to the brand. But then there's people that will get whatever's the more powerful console. And right now, on paper, they're not looking too good. And Xbox has been more upfront about everything. So they're going to get that, 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 those just people. marketing wise, I would always go for the product that is more upfront in everything, not even just console, just everything. You want someone you can trust. Yeah. They, they really, they need to get their, their lives together and mm-hmm. give us the information that the media and the, and the consumer wants. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, I'm glad we're on the same page there. I feel like a lot of people are on that page, but then you also have those people who are diehard Sony fans. Like they're just, it's just give it some time. They're going to give us some real good information soon. Uh, You want to talk about Minecraft? Yeah, sure. Why not? (laughs) So, uh, you know how we're talking about Mixer and the whole education category? Oh, I know this story. Go ahead. Yes. Well, don't spoil it. I didn't spoil it. I just said, yeah, I know. Let's go. (laughs) Uh, Minecraft's pretty much doing the same thing. I think a lot of people have heard of this before, but I just want to talk about how cool it is. You can explore a spaceship, and that's pretty cool. Like, right now, Minecraft is partnered with NASA to make a spaceship, and you can learn coding from a robot. I mean, forget the kids. I'm doing all this. I'm going to go download, my, download my, bleh, Minecraft and try all this out. I did it. Uh, I think for kids, especially for like with their video games, that's something they know. And right now, this is such an uncertain time that it's great that just educators, teachers, uh, parents, whatever, they can kind of connect with the kids on platforms that the kids know. Does that make sense? They're, they're confident. They're confident with Minecraft. They know how to use Minecraft. They know how to use Mixer. So if the educators can be brought onto those platforms with the kids, the, the kids will be more interested. And it's going to lead to so much cool stuff like Minecraft, being able to explore a spaceship through Minecraft. Yeah, no, I think this is a great a great use of technology. But considering how fast they dropped this, I think that this might have been something they had in in the works for a while. And then they're like, I guess this is a good time as ever to drop it. Because yeah. we just started isolation like at least a, a week or two ago. To be fair, though, I think we've known it's coming for a while. Yeah, but you think they came up with all these programs within the last couple of months? Or do you think this has been something that they've no, no, they, yeah, been working on forever? No, no, yeah, 100% definitely been in the works and this is just this is yeah this is a fantastic time to release a 100% fantastic time yeah so I think they're doing a great job I think more companies should do stuff like this with their games especially during this time because who would you, you like are to have... do it do you have any ideas I'm thinking maybe maybe um freaking Ubisoft with 
Assassin's Creed. Oh, yeah, you're very right. You know, like, I think I think that would be fun, especially for the kids that like, like some kids have learning disabilities that can't really focus that much, especially at the home environment. Like mm-hmm. what's better than have them play an Assassin's Creed game, but like throughout the process, they're learning about whatever history they're that yeah the, the no 100% that is absolutely fantastic that's such a good idea now I'm excited about this fake project that's not even real I'm sorry I got your hopes up for something oh, that doesn't could exist. you imagine like especially you contact they, them? they look so cool I'm gonna tweet them so hard but yeah they look just because Assassin's Creed looks so cool especially I've been playing Odyssey and that just looks amazing imagine learning about Greece like ancient Greece or whatever else yeah, Sophia. So I would totally give that a try if it existed. But instead of talking about games that don't exist, why don't we talk about games that are going to exist this month when they get released? Talk to me, Chris. Tell me everything. Okay, so I have a list of upcoming April 2020 video games. Um, and there's quite a few that I know, but then there's quite a few that I have no clue. So maybe if you're looking at our doc, you can chime in if you know anything about the franchise or the game that that's on the list. But the standouts on this list are the ones I'm most excited about. Like, I've been looking forward to for forever. Mm-hmm. And that is Resident Evil 3, mm-hmm. which also is Resident Evil Project Resistance because it's going to be having that multiplayer function in the game. Is that the uh, one that's a, that has a free demo right now? Oh, yes. Resident Evil. Oh, yes. We'll talk about that demo shortly. Sorry. Did that- I... Did I? Okay, go ahead. Sorry, I didn't realize like I went too too soon. Don't worry, don't worry. We'll get to there in a little bit. But um, this and Project Resistance, I also did the the beta test for that a while back. I remember um, we talked about that briefly. Actually, that was our first episode. Was Whoa. it? Wow. Yeah, that was our first episode. I wrote very intense, in- extensive notes about Project Resistance beta. That's so um, funny. But I'm excited about that. And the other game I'm super excited about is Fallout 76 Wastelanders. Wow. You want to talk about a little bit about that? I'm just kidding. I'm not looking forward to that. I totally oh, was pulling that out. Oh, I was that. excited. No, not at all. I was all. like, what else can I do with Fallout 76? I'm so ready to see whatever the heck happens. No, I, the other game on this list that I'm excited about is Final Fantasy VII Remake, which also comes out April 10th. So this is where I'm going to be conflicted because Resident Evil 3 gets released this coming Friday, April 3rd. And then I have seven days to play that game extensively before Final Fantasy VII Remake comes out, which is also going to be multiple hour campaign. Like, ridiculous from what I'm hearing. So this is going to be tough. And you can't play them at the same time? No, no, no. I have to fully embrace each one, especially if I'm streaming. I can't go from one game (laughs) to the other when people are invested. I understand the issue. So you're not going to be sleeping is what you're telling me. Yeah, basically. Um, But anyway, so there's other games on this list. Um, There's a totally reliable delivery service that comes out April 1st. I don't know anything about that. Okay. Um, Curious Expedition. April second. Oh, I should probably be saying what what games consoles you're coming out on. Yeah, that would be that would be helpful. So, yeah, so totally, so totally reliable delivery service is actually coming on all all platforms: PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Okay. Curious Expedition is coming out on Switch April second. Um, we have oh, it's listed twice. Oh, because it comes out on the second, but then it comes out on Xbox One on the third for some re- weird reason. And then we have Hyper Parasite, Hyper Parasite, and all consoles. 
Um, someday it will turn on PC, which I've heard about this. I know nothing about it. I just heard people are excited about it. So I'm, I'm excited for Deliver Us the Moon. That looks super cool. Oh, Wait, that you're... comes out on my birthday. Nice. You should get it for your birthday, where you can be an astronaut oh. on the moon, and it's like a thriller. Oh. And Naruto Shippuden Ultimate Ninja Storm 4 Road to Boruto comes out on Switch on April 24th. And the new Switch comes out the 24th. So you could yeah. get that too. We have a lot going on, guys. But the one thing that I forgot on here was even coming that I'm excited to play was Predator Hunting Grounds. That is going to be a fun game. What is know. that? I've never, I haven't heard of that. So it's have we not talked about that? Um, I don't think so. Um, only because I forgot it was coming out until I saw this last mm-hmm. night. Um, but I'm excited to play it. Have you? Do you know the Friday the Thirteenth game? Yeah, it's gonna be like that, but with the Predator franchise, and Ooh. he'll be like hopping on trees and like yeah, that's trying to kill, good. pick people off one by one. Maybe I'll, maybe by that point, we'll, you'll be clear to, of Corona, and you could come over and, and play the game on the PlayStation with me. I mean, I'm gonna be clear of Corona in two days, so I feel like we can manage that, yeah. unless we're in complete quarantine and we're gonna. Then we have to stay home, but we'll yeah. see. Um. My, the one thing that I think is cute on this list is moving out, and that's coming out on PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. And I think this is like similar gameplay style to what is it called? Um, Overcooked. Oh, like, yeah. Except it's gonna be you're gonna be that's moving gonna be things out of a fun. house. Yeah. Oh, I, think that's I a want fun that, especially game. on Switch. That would be really cute to play. Yeah, I think we're gonna have to give that a try uh, once it comes out, and. So the one thing on this list that doesn't have a set date is Minecraft Dungeons, and that is a TBC or TBD. Um, it just says April. But it's definitely in April. Well, you never know because that it could be pushed back now because of yeah, this whole I can definitely pandemic. see it being pushed back. So, so you know, I'm this is we have a healthy list. I didn't even mention everything on this list. We have Trials of Mana coming out the twenty fourth, also my birthday. Um, Gears Tactics, which I want to give a try when it comes out. Um, soccer Wars, I don't know much about, but I've been hearing a lot about that. And then we have Fortnite Chapter 2 Season 3, which comes out April 30th. And we can talk about these when they're closer to the time. So if you want to talk about something that you can do right now, I have some free coronavirus tips. Ooh, lay it on me. Free games on Epic Games Launcher, uh, World War Z right now, Gone Home is free, which is fantastic. Everyone should play that. Stanley oh, yeah. Parabola, which is fun. Definitely do that. Hob, uh, Figment, those are both great games. Those are all free right now, and it's going to keep changing. So keep an eye out on Epic's Game Launcher. Academy is will teach you, it's a website, and it will teach you courses for free. I've been learning computer programming in my spare time, which is going very well, by the way. Fun with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Comixology have increased their free trial time to two months. Comixology is a comic book website, kind of similar to Kindle, where you can pay them monthly for an unlimited service and then just read any of the comic books for free. Uh, they've got comic books like Sandman, which is amazing, Captain Marvel, Avengers Civil War, Saga, and those are just a few of my favorites. So it's not like random indie comic books. They've got some actual good comic books available. So just get that free trial to last for the time being. And then you can cancel it when the quarantine's done. Uh, GOG.com has loads of free games right now, such as Builders of Egypt Prologue and a free demo version of Hello Neighbor, which is Ooh, pretty Hello good. Hello Neighbor. Mm, that, was, that was a good one. 
Uh, there's also loads of them for, like from the 70s and stuff. I didn't get a good look at them all. But definitely, if you like that kind of stuff, go check it out. Oh, that sounds awesome. Anything else and, to add in there? last but not least, Ooh. Audible has a new... You're such a good audience member. <laughs> Audible has a new collection of free audiobooks for you to listen to. They've got a little reader section, an elementary section, and a teen section. And they also have classics available like Jane Eyre and Call of the Wild, that sort of stuff. So definitely check that out. Again, free. Wow, wee, that sounds so interesting. Right? The- I struggle with boredom, so I thought maybe some yeah. other people were too. By the way, guys, just to put it out there, this is not sponsored by anyone, especially not Audible. So No, that's why cancel all of your free trials. Remember that. Yes, make sure you do that unless they sponsor us and then we tell you to hold on to them. Is that how that works? Yes, it's exactly how it holds. It works okay, out. Audible if you're yeah. out there. <laughs> well do you is anything else you wanted to bring up sophia uh nope that was all that was all my free free tricks and tips all right so why don't we scooch on over to our next segment where we talk about the games we've been playing sound good see you there Sophia, so are you ready to talk about the games we have been playing? Can I please go first? Fine. I'll let you go first, only because you won that rock, paper, scissors match one time. Okay. In the fifth grade. Still going yeah. by that. So I don't know if I mentioned this before. I can't remember if I said it in the other episode. But I've been playing Detroit Become Human. I finished it ages ago and it's still on my mind two weeks later. It's amazing. I'm obsessed with it. I want to play it again. I love it. You need to play this game. Have you played it? Um, I have not played it. I've actually kept putting it off because it came out initially on PlayStation and I didn't have one at that time. And then I got it and then I forgot about it. But now I guess I really don't have an excuse considering it's on PC too. For you, I loved it because of the plot and the characters. And that is the storytelling of games is what I'm there for. For you, though, you're more centered on gameplay. So I don't know if you're going to love it. Probably not as much as I liked it, though, because it's more like Telltale. And I know you don't really like those sort of games. Yeah, yeah. I like those. But more more recently, I've been trying to find ways to entertain myself, even like while I'm lazing around. So that might be something to like look into, you know? I have never wanted to replay a game, but I'm desperate to replay this one. I need to play it. I try, I've tried to move on and I've been trying to play The Witcher 3. And I, I can't get into it. And I don't oh, yeah. know. I think it might just be because I just need to get uh, Detroit Become Human out of my system first. Yeah, no, I totally feel you. I I haven't touched Witcher 3 either. So we're on the same page there. Which, we're kind of like some horrible gamers. We never yeah. play all the games that we should be playing. Those are some of the main games. I really need to play Witcher 3. Yeah, we'll probably have to stream that or something sometime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, okay. um, yeah, so... If that's the case, I have to tell you about a game I've been playing. Please. By a game, I mean a demo. And by a demo, I mean a demonstration. (laughs) (laughs) So um, I got my hands on Resident Evil 3 Remake Demo. It's now available on Steam and PS4, um, PlayStation Store, whatever it's called, because my brain isn't functioning. Um, But... I have something to tell. I have some feedback to tell you. Do you want to hear my feedback? 100%. What is your feedback? Okay. Well, first off, I hate this game. 
And by this oh. game, I mean this demo. Oh, oh. You want to okay. know why? Because it's too short. How do you know that, Sophia? <laughs> it's always like, this is the second time we've been doing this. <laughs> Maybe. Um. Yeah, so basically the demo <laughs> is very um, short. I completed it in 25 minutes. People, uh, there's no time limit to it, though. So, like, if you want to just explore the world and look around the details and whatnot, it is, I, I highly suggest do so. But I got through it within 25 minutes. I thought it'd be at least an hour, and I had it set for my stream. And when I finished, I got very sad because I wanted more to do. Um, Other than the time, though, what did you think overall? I think it's going to be a great game. I think, Nice. Glowing um, recommendation there. Yes, I think think as 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 the previous game the previous remake was it's made in the same engine um so it looks beautiful that is one of the most gorgeous engines i've ever seen in my life like everything in that gate and those games look great so um it's gonna stay looking beautiful it's gonna be beautiful um gameplay wise i've noticed a couple things tweaks in gameplay which is nice so um you now have a dodge button which is great considering the amount of zombies that are in this game compared Can to the I last one. Can I ask you a personal question? A personal question? Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm not a personal person. But <laughs> do, do you use the dodge button a lot? Because as a player, I don't. And, and no matter what game it is, I never use it. I just let myself get hit. Um, I would say, you know, I, I, I definitely use it. Do you? Um, I, I feel sure... there's two types of players, you know? I've noticed that. People who use it, people who don't. Well, when this comes out and you get it, Sophia, you're going you're gonna to have to use the dodge button. There's no doubt. Ugh, I'm probably going to have to relearn everything. <laughs> Not relearn everything. It's just a it's just a shoulder button you click before I you... I never use it. Never. It doesn't matter what game. You're going to die a lot then. That's okay. But um, other than that, yeah, so basically you need this dodge button because there's a lot more zombies than there was in the previous game you're now outside during the, the outbreak uh, the initial outbreak and people are getting infected so there's just like i guess city people walking around that are now zombies so you have to dodge them a lot more um speaking of because of that you still have to be kind of mindful about your ammo because now even though you get more ammo there's still so many more zombies than is it's worth to stop and kill you know like if if you go and stop and you're shooting an area of just full of zombies you'll run out of ammo still because now you're in the next area you're going into has a million zombies and there's nothing and there's no ammo for you left yeah okay yeah i, so I you get have that. to use it sparingly as opposed to the first game where you did use it sparingly but that was because they didn't supply you with enough um ammo this game supplies you with an adequate amount of ammo but now there's too many zombies in general Okay. What what do you prefer? Uh I don't know. I wouldn't be able to tell you until I finish playing through the 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 main game. Mhm. Okay. The, the new the new game next Friday. But um we'll see. Uh other than that, I know that there's like a knife that you can use that is now permanently assigned to the character, so it's not something you have to find and use like twice and then it breaks. It's now a permanent item. Oh, that sounds is- handy. Yeah, so that's great because there's a lot of crates and stuff that you want to break that have ammo in it, and now you don't have to waste bullets to um, break gr- crates. Uh, and other than that, I think that's about like Resident Evil wise. I think that's all I really notice. Um, other than that, like Nemesis is terrifying. He is double, double if not triple the speed of Mister X, 
and his move sets are wild. Like he could shoot a giant tentacle to come grab you from far away and pull you backwards. And he could hit you from far places. He'll jump into the air and then just like land right in front of you. It's really terrifying. Had me on the edge of my seat the moment he was introduced. Sounds like a fun game then. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is going to be fun to stream, especially if you want to make fun of me. Nice. I can't wait. <laughs> um, and then that actually, um, with that covered, don't we, Sophia? Yeah. Sophia? Yeah. Oh, my God. Can you not hear me? To... No, I can hear you. But it almost just did exactly, it did the same exact thing that it did last time. What did it do? Now, it just like flickered, and then I was like, "Oh my god, did I lose my audio, my audio and hearing oh again?" Okay, but let we'll me just let cut me this out because I can be like, "All right, let's talk about Animal Crossing," and then we know where to cut it. What happened? Let me let me take over. Do you just want to not talk about Animal Crossing? No, we have to because it just came out. But we'll, okay, we'll, let we'll me, make it let me so say, "All right, let's talk about Animal Crossing," and then we know where to cut it. Go for it. Okay. Okay, so Chris, I think we should talk about Animal Crossing now. Oh yeah, I loved that game. The game just came out and I'm so obsessed. How are, how about you? Um, I've been playing it every morning the moment I wake up for like an hour until eight o'clock. I'm so I love it. Ooh, that's really early. It's like normal person time. Yeah, but um oh that's not normal for me. I wake up at nine o'clock. That's crazy. You're crazy. But okay. um <laughs> anyway. anyway. Can I share my top tips? I made a list. I'm pretty proud of it. Oh, yeah. You mean the top tips that like at pe- people who've played Animal Crossing already know? I didn't know it. I didn't know them. And yeah, I'm sure other people like out once. there didn't. So. One, you don't need to press A when you fish. Mm-hmm. People didn't know that. Two, you can hold down B to speed through talking. And you can hold down B to run. Didn't know that either. Um, You can press A while crafting to speed it up didn't know that uh and you can grow a money tree if you bury ten thousand bells or higher in like a gold glowing spot then it grows a money tree i didn't know that no one told me how to do that yeah did you know yeah i did how did you know i read reviews and i and i looked into the game a long time ago that's cheating that's not cheating that's That's me educating myself about the product before i buy it. oh also if you you can catch the wasps that attack you I didn't know this. That I also knew. I didn't. I've been attacked so many times. I ran out of medicine so <laughs> many times. I had to buy new medicine. Craziness. You are you are lear- relearning Animal Crossing. Yes. Don't worry. You're you're on you're on your way. Craziness. Yes, but all right. So since we're talking about this anyway, I'd like to bring up a couple quality of life things that bother me about it, and okay. you could agree or disagree. Yeah. But like the item wheel. That should have been introduced from the beginning. I shouldn't have had to buy it. Yeah, 100%. I agree there. Um, I forget the- I have it because I got it so late. So then I'm like trying to flick through my stuff, trying to find the tool I need. I'm like, oh, there's an easy way to do this. I totally like, forgot it was part of the game. Yeah, totally disagree with that. the thought behind that. I also think that we needed some like little things there, like fixed, like... I think the vaulting pole should have totally just been automatic when you get to the edge of the water so you don't have to pull it out every single time. 100%. Yes, I agree. And what's the other? I feel like there's another. Like ladder also, I feel like should have been on that same boat. Like if you go to an edge of of like a 
it took me an embarrassingly long time to figure out how to use the ladder because I thought you had to place it and then use it and it like just stays there but no you use it like a tool and I had to google it to find out why it wasn't working I know it was a blonde moment Uh, well at least at least you figured it out over uh, overall Mm -hmm. but um yeah, so I think overall this game is great in every aspect. I just think there's like little things that could have been worked on. Yeah, it could have used a little bit of tightening up. Um, I don't like how every time I want to get stuff, I have to go to my house to store it, like wood and stuff, because I don't have enough pockets. So anytime something breaks, I'm like, oh, I don't have wood. I have to go find wood in my house. Really yeah, annoying. I agree with you there, because there's many times when I need I need to go back to my house just for like wood or yeah. like tree branches or some stupid mm-hmm. thing but no i agree with you there um so sophia is there anything else you want to talk about anything else we're good there no i think we're good okay so uh while we round this up we just want to say thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening to our podcast after our long hiatus if you want to come in contact with any one of us make sure you reach out on instagram um which is the pixels podcast twitter which is the pixels podcast we also have a facebook page called the pixels podcast i know crazy right and then sophia weren't you thinking about doing something else as well so i'm setting up our tumblr at the pixels podcast Uh, i've already got it set up so i just need to start posting and then it'll be ready to go Wow, so we're covering all the bases. Hopefully. (laughs) And if you guys ever want to tune into one of my streams, I stream every Tuesday, Thursday, and surprise streams all throughout the weekend. So feel free to add me at Pixels Chris, and we'll see you guys next time. See you later. Bye.